morning. This is Sister Lisa coming to you today from the Ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And today we're going to be reading on page 284, the book on prayer by Brother Ken Gurley. Choose to fast. Fasting is not easy. It hurts for, for a variety of reasons. To abstain from food is difficult in many different ways. Physically, going without something you're used to is not pleasant. When you refrain from food, you suddenly realize how much social activity is built around the table. Emotionally, as you fast, what you struggle with begins to emerge. If you have a short temper, jealousy, and the like, get ready. You will face these. Spiritually, you begin to see more clearly the yokes of bondage in your life. The old you is humbled and the new you emerges. And the climate changes. When we pray and fast, we see high power unleashed. Our prayers reach for the invisible, while our fasting releases the unseen. When this happens, heaven and earth are moved. Prayer is reaching out after the unseen. Fasting is letting go of all that is seen and temporary. Fasting helps express, deepen, confirm the resolution that we are ready to sacrifice anything, even ourselves, to attain what we seek for the kingdom of God. Andrew Murray. You know, Paul said, for to live is Christ and to die is gain. So I think that's true in the spiritual as well. To live, everything we do and live, everything that we are, we want to, in Him we live and move and have our being. So to live is Christ. But to die is gain. To die out to our fleshly lust, our worldly desires, um, seeking after fame and fortune, or just even just seeking to like ourselves. To accept ourselves for who and what we are in our limitations, in our um, imperfections and stuff. When we pray and fast, um, for one thing, we stop looking so much at ourselves and we start seeing the needs about others. So that helps take off the, the daily trying to become something or be somebody. Instead, we're like, Lord, what can you do through me today? What can my hands do to touch somebody or better somebody else or to just not waste away the, our moments, but to use them in productive and, um, and overcoming ways. And prayer and fasting does that because God, during prayer and fasting, he, he meets our spiritual needs, but he also, he sharpens our mind and he, he quickens us and gives us ideas and thoughts how to use better the resources he gave us and um, a lot of people have said that um, God has given them um, ideas of uh, innovation and stuff like that to create businesses God gives you the means to create wealth and if you're if you're um, you know if you're one that's struggling with finances and stuff I wouldn't say pray and fast for that, but be ready. While you're praying and fasting, while you're trying to reach out for more of God, um, Solomon, he asked God for wisdom, but he got the wealth as well. So I'm not one of those that's, uh, uh, what do they call that? Somebody that, uh, prosperity. I'm not a prosperity preacher. I'm, we're not in that for that, but I do know that um, little is much when God is in it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So take a moment, ask God to direct you. As you pick up the spiritual discipline of fasting, you will see a transformed spiritual climate. 
we're on page 285 a homesickness a homesickness for god in ann tyler's dinner at the homesick restaurant she tells an engaging story of a family with all of its joys and sorrows one of the sons is named ezra whose life is wrapped up in cooking and preparing meals serving people seemed to be the purpose of this life of his life feeding them was his way of saying i care about you i'm gonna write that down look up that book you know i've got this edwin elder library so we always are on the lookout for good wholesome reading and this play is one at the homesick restaurant writing this down get ready to turn the page so hang on for a moment or you can write this down too and you can maybe look into that book okay um page 286 the day finally came when the restaurant he worked at was his to oversee he needed a new name and menu but was at a loss until he overheard one of his patrons talk about the food he had had as a child in california he realized every person longed for something the name of his establishment became the homesick restaurant he deliberately tried to make dishes of the kind that people remembered and yearned for all of us are, all of us are homesick for something we are like david of old oh that someone would give me a drink of water from the well near the gate of bethlehem in second samuel 23:15 Within his request was a thirst for a day gone by. He longed to return to the carefree days of his childhood. We're all looking beyond the present climate into a climate we long for. We're all hoping, believing, and dreaming for something more. Christian fasting, at its root, is the hunger of homesickness, homesickness for God. John Piper. You know, the Bible tells us, it says, we have lost our first love. Sometimes... We need to go back. Andre Crouch wrote that song, Take Me Back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to where I first believed. Since I tried so hard to make it on my own. I need your help just to make it home. We're all homesick. There's that longing in our soul. We, you know, we talked about before, and I know you already know that, but inside of each one of us is a God-shaped hole. We all want more and more of Jesus. And uh, if you've listened to me long or if you know me personally, you know that I do child care. And just having the little children in my home, they're just so tender and sensitive. And they know the little song, um, well, I have two in my mind, but uh, one of the songs, I like that song, um, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. They get that little finger up there just going around and around. They just love that little song. And I, I guess got three songs. The other one, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Little kids love that song. If we could just keep them fresh like that, keep those songs fresh in their mind as they go through life, knowing that God loves them. You know, this world would be a much better place if people stayed focused on the things of God. And then the third song was the one that they clap their hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. They love that. Just the little tiny ones that say, clap your hands, and they clap their little hands. They know, they and they, and they enjoy it, and they get the biggest smile on their face. They're happy. They're happy. Oh, and they're not happy 24-7. We've got plenty of crying going on around here when they, when they want to be held or they're fighting sleep and stuff like that. But, oh, but the joy, the joy it gives in our hearts to know that these little children, 
They're so precious. And that we're all like that, no matter our age. I'm 57, but still, I'm precious in God's sight. You're precious, whatever age you are, in God's sight. We are His people. Fasting draws us into God's presence, where God's power may be revealed. Our weakness combined with His power will change the spiritual climate. I have some questions for you. Do you have a lost loved one? Oh, we all can say yes to that. Do you need a financial turnaround? Well, we all can use some money because, you know, the more you have to give, you can give to others. I love to give money to Tupelo's Children's Mansion, the little orphanage in Tupelo, Mississippi. But, you know, we send a, we send a, a few hundred dollars a year it, 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 to us, you know, I mean, you know, that might seem like, oh, it doesn't seem like much. It doesn't seem like enough. That's what I'm saying. So if we had more, we can give more to that. And there's, there's other places that we're not sending to that we could. I have, um, I have, um, people that are missionaries. We could always help them out. There's people that are starting up their own businesses and stuff and they need, you know, we could buy stuff from them to help them out or even just give them a financial blessing. Maybe not buying that. We might not need something they have, but there's things. We can do stuff. If you have a financial turnaround, God can bless it. Like I was talking about earlier, He can give you ideas. He can put something in your mind that's going to turn um, into a profit, turn turn into something that's going to generate money. So I, I, you heard me say I got the child care. That's one way I get to be at home. I get to be in my house child caring in my home but still while the kids are sleeping or playing or something like that I still get to fix my husband his dinner our dinner my husband and my dinner I still you know anytime I need to do restroom I can go to the restroom don't have to have go certain break times you know like if you're working on a job you have only certain times that you get to go to the restroom or get a snack I can eat all day long and I do uh, <laughs> there's there's the benefits that God give and teach your music lessons. I love music. And one thing that keeps me sharp is teaching music students because you always got to, you teach them what you know, but then you also, you want to learn more too. So it kind of keeps you sharp, keeps you toned up, tuned up. So those things, so um, those kind of things, God helps us. And do you need to be free from chains of hatred, lust, or addiction? Well, I need to be free from eating so much, but that's my own fault. That's my own fault. But when you fast, you do you push away from the table. Fasting is the God-ordained and time-worn means to change the spiritual climate. God has a fast chosen for you, so choose his fast. You know, a lot of my friends, they, um, oh, I, didn't, I don't like it when my kids go on social media fast. But I shouldn't be like that. I shouldn't be like that. But to me, see, social media, since I'm home all the time, Social media is my contact with the world, with the with my family, um, global missions. Because my parents, they live in Ohio. Um, my brother, I got one of my brothers in Ohio and one in Indi- one in Indiana. Say those two words together, huh? kind of hard. Uh, my children, two of my daughters, and three of my grandchildren are in Kansas. Uh, my husband has a brother in Kansas. I have cousins in Colorado, and my one daughter that lives here in Tennessee now, for a while they lived in Colorado. Um, my sister-in-law lives up in Smyrna, uh, Murfreesboro area by Nashville. Um, and so um, I've got cousins in Indiana and 
Florida and different places. I've got friends in West Ireland and uh, I got friends in the Philippines and in California and Mexico and Canada and well just you know I'm sure you do too and so I love social media for the fact um, sure we can and some of us have phones and stuff we can text we do get to text but social media you get to see pictures and and just um, friends you know friends you went to school with and uh, friends you uh, worked with went to church with different places that you've lived different stuff like that so I love social media that's where I post my ministry that's where this podcast is on social media, on the internet. So, to me, you know, but if some, if God leads you to so, um, fast social media, by all means, do it. By all means, you obey whatever fast God puts you on. If it's, um, if you spend too much money, fast from spending. Say, instead of putting this money, instead of spending this money on ordering stuff on Amazon. That's what I do. I buy a lot of stuff online. Say, I'm not going to, okay, for a month or week, day, whatever, I'm not going to order anything from Amazon. I'm going to just not. And the money that I would spend on that, instead, I'm going to put it towards a purpose, something that's going to last longer than uh, whatever it is you buy. Put it towards something, towards your business. Put it towards something, uh, I could put it towards um, my music ministry. I could put it towards um, uh, my crafts in the studio. Buy something, not just blow it. You know, put it towards a purpose. Send it to Tupelo's Children's Mansion. Uh, give it to a missionary. Buy candles for my cousin that makes candles. Do something like that. You know, be wise. Be wise. Okay, so let's choose God's fast. That was page 286. I was going to go on, but I've talked so much. So tomorrow, We'll we'll be reading page 287. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Fast and pray. Point people to Christ. Always point people to the cross, whatever you do. The songs. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. The emblem of suffering and shame. Just think Jesus suffered. He fasted. He prayed. To be like Jesus, to be like Him. On earth I long to be like Him. All them songs, and like I already mentioned, take me back, take me back, dear Lord, to where I first believed. God bless you. You have a wonderful day if I didn't already say that. Bye-bye. This is Sister Lisa coming to you today from the Ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And we are going to have just a very brief reading today because um, we only have page 287. And this is the book on prayer by Brother Ken Gurley. Prayer focused. Fasting. Really? From observation, I knew it. People who fast also pray effectively. It doesn't mean that I like it, though. Anyone who says they enjoy fasting should be examined or put under oath. The deeper I go into prayer, fasting becomes more powerful. Some obstacles do not yield until a person draws strength through God by fasting, like prayer and giving. The more I practice this lost discipline, the easier it gets. Do you have a large mountain standing in your way? Consider fasting. Kalah, mashallah. Reflections and questions. Consider Edward Farrell's reasoning for the demise of fasting in our day. 
Does this ring true in your spirit? Why? Two, pick one of the people listed who fasted in the Bible. Read the passage of scripture associated with it. What have you learned about fasting from that person? Three, Isaiah gave four reasons for fasting. The fourth is to break every yoke. In what ways does fasting assist in bringing freedom? Four, consider the types of fasting in the Bible. What method of fasting is possible for you to safely consider? Five, John Piper said that fasting is a homesickness for God. How does, how does that speak to you? So that was page 287, but I was just going to um, see if I can find that list real fast of um, the different, oh, I don't know where it's at, the different types of fasting in the Bible. Well, I don't see it, but remember we did talk about that um, earlier about how there's the fasting where you just don't eat any anything. You don't have any food or water for a, a certain period of time. And then, of course, there's the fasting that you fast. Um, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I might forget something, but anyway, I'm going to try. You can fast like your um, certain foods, like um, as you're eating, you can just like Daniel did the Daniel fast where you eat the fruits and the vegetables but abstain from the meat and of course you should in fasting you should fast away from your sweets or your unnecessary foods such as um, candies cookies pies cakes you know I don't really need to say all that because you know that um, when you are fasting at, at my experience when I'm fasting sometimes I think about stuff like spinach or uh, grape juice or something like that and you know what I think that means that means when I do go back to eating I need to eat those foods because I need the nutrients from those certain things now if I started thinking about I, I don't remember ever thinking about cakes pies cookies buffets and all that kind of stuff when I'm fasting I think like I just mentioned I think more on the wholesome stuff so it's like my body's telling me I need those nutrients so when my fast is over I usually try to get those foods and um, work back into my eating, like just eat small portions to get back in. Um, I can't tell you how to fast. I'm sure you could probably tell me how to fast um, more um, to make to, to make it easier on our bodies and make it where we want to do that um, because it's very important. Jesus would not have told us, said, when ye fast, if we weren't supposed to fast. When means you're going to do it. Maybe, you know, it's not, um, there, there are occasions that you need to fast. And especially, you know, I've heard different preachers during this coronavirus calling the church to prayer and fasting to get, get this out of our land and, um, that God's will be done during this different types of fast. Cause we want our, you know, sure we want it all to go away, but I believe everything's a time and a purpose and a plan so the coronavirus is to call, I believe it's to make us repent. And the best way to repent is through prayer and fasting. Lord, help us to see something in our life that we're not seeing. Help us to see what we're doing that we don't need to be doing or not doing that we need to be doing. We want our lives to be right. If each one of us works on ourselves, um, God can work on the whole the whole each one of us make up the um the world 
each one of us. I was trying to say, yeah, just the other day, I don't think I said this already um, yesterday, but I wrote down this in my reading, C.S. Lewis on page 533 of his book, no one can paddle his own canoe, but everyone can paddle someone else's. We all can like to be able to tell other people how they should live and what they should do, but no, we need to look at the man in the mirror. We need to go look at the person, our reflection, say, Lord, it's me, it's me, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. You know, each one of us, each one of us, Lord, here's my cup. Fill it up. Fill my cup up. If we're so full of God, if we all, if we all could be so full of God and the things of God and His love and His kindness and His mercy and the, all the fruits of the Spirit all, and, and, and seeing all the gifts of the Spirit, signs, miracles, and wonders, can you imagine how awesome, how awesome of revival there will be? So let's just keep on working on this book on prayer, applying the principles that we learn from it, and do our own um, soul searching and praying and fasting and get closer to God. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.